Thank you for joining, Akeem. I do appreciate it. Uh, greetings, buddy. Pretty, pretty, pretty usual. Yeah. My partner in crime here, Akeem. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. It's always good to, to every time if we can hang out together at a coffee shop or on a hangout somewhere. And um, now with uh, Colin, man, this thing is pretty awesome for us to get uh, get together and put some put some roots down on a few things. Yeah, truly. Yeah, truly. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's all good stuff. It's all very positive things. And... Yeah, man, I'm just, um, you know, I'm all wrapped up at, uh, at my sister's house here. I'm waiting for my brother to come with his truck. Going to take my stuff and put it into storage. Dude, the, uh, the digital nomad, uh, this part round two, or actually this is round three begins. Round one was, was the first four months that Floor and I went to China. Actually, maybe it might be round three. Round two was when we worked at film and TV down in Florida with Jerry Blome of the Miami Prop Rentals and bought a new car and drove around doing both Uber Eats and Uber ride sharing and like spent every day like just hanging out, going to the beach, going to the gym, swimming, reading books at Barnes and Nobles and eating lunch at Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. It was this crazy bohemian, uh, bougie, bourgeois lifestyle that we were living. So that was, I guess, round one, two, three. Man, this, I don't know, man. This is just awesome, though. I'm about to launch out again. You know, we got, we made some cool connections with stuff and, and, uh, past couple months hey how long ago did we meet at the gym chris um april no no, no february because i hadn't started doing um february. The, i i had yeah <laughs> it was it was right before i started doing the gig at uh <clears throat> in chicks beach <clears throat> So this is your uh, Veterans Club Racing Association uh, show you're going to put up here, huh? Yeah, um, yeah. I was just my, you know, I, I updated my poopy laptop, um, and I can't uh, find the setting for like to keep you know, put myself to sleep. Um, oh yeah, my laptop anyway. So it, sometimes I got to reboot it, and it just takes a second. But yeah, um, we're going to get a uh, new laptop soon. Hey, I mean, I'm making it work. You know, this is not about yeah. me. You got to work, work, work with what you got. Exactly, uh, man. But yeah, so I mean, it's just wonderful that you know I woke up this morning and um, went to go, uh, uh, you know, deal with some things uh, with this initiative, and they they weren't there. Um, you know, there was those things going on on Facebook with me, you know, trying to uh, you know get a hold of. A certain somebody to 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 uh help out these you know this old guy um yeah an old veteran yes yeah yeah yes you know he's a he's a korean war veteran yeah his van doesn't work it hasn't worked for a while um another um korean war veteran who's a little bit younger slightly has been taking care of him and running them all around and you know we live in a very rural place uh out in isle of white county virginia and uh, there's a small post. There's not many active members, and 
Um, all of the members are mainly in their 60s and 70s. Um, the VFW as a, as a whole is just, you know, it's kind of a sad state uh, overall, but um, like, na- like national wise, but yeah, man, you know, and, 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 you know, my larger initiative is of course, you know, getting veterans on, on the track and, and doing all these other great things. But if, you know, if we can't at the bare minimum uh, provide reliable transportation for all of our uh, veterans and active duty members of, of, of the military, um, that's just, you know, un, un, um, that's unfathomable, you know, cause yeah, you know, the, the whole idea is to create this great environment through motorsports where, you know, veterans can have this, you know, that healing uh, and therapeutic environment just kind of being together, doing something. And, uh, you know, it's very, it's of course it's, it's, it's exhilarating. Who doesn't love, uh, you know, some, some form of motorsports. Um, but it's really just creating that community aspect and that camaraderie and, and finding that tie that binds and, and, and this fact it's motorsports that's, you know, and the mission is to really save lives and have impacts on, on people's families. You know, um, unfortunately we are losing a busload of veterans a day. So when I say that I'm talking about, you know, 30 veterans or more, um, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate because even if the numbers back in the day were 22, they've, those have been re-reported on recently and I believe it's like 25 or 28. And then, I mean, how many people are really reporting things to begin with? You know, those numbers could um, not be as high as they truly are and truly have been for maybe possibly much longer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with this global war on terrorism campaigns ending and this 20-year war ending, um, you know, that's great. That's, that is, it, this war is over for the nation. But the real war at home has just began. You know, and these veterans need our help and they need an outlet. Um, and, and we need to retain the ability that VFW has to help, um, you know, make differences in, 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 in politics. Uh, we kind of went over that last night. Um, there at my Fairlands Green Canteen thing on, you know, at the, uh, the Firebase show, um, which is about the VFW and, and is about the state of the VFW and, um, but yeah, so we covered, we covered some great things last night. Um, yeah, definitely. But you know, so the whole, but yeah, the whole point of you know, you know, the the, the VCRA is to really just kind of make a difference. Like here, I'll, I'll go over some of the of the other initiatives, just kind of real quick, um, that are deeper than just the racing aspect, um, or you know, kind of getting people together in that in that format. Um, you know, so it's going to be. Automobiles is going to be motorcycles because uh, those are both motorsports, um, and there are some manufacturers out there who already have fantastic OEM race programs, you know, including BMW. So shout out to BMW; they actually have an event coming up on the thirtieth here in Virginia. Um, I'll I'll be putting that with my uh, my my um, press release to the news, um, letting them know that you know BMW's got something going on here as well. Um, it's always good to, you know, to give a shout out to, to, to uh, manufacturers who are actually engaging in the community. Lexus is another one who's wanting to engage in the community. Um, Gary V um, had him on his marketing for the now uh, a few days ago. And, and I personally thank Gary for doing that because, you know, it's just there's some really great things he's got going on with, um, you know, he, he understands and, you know, uh, that, that there's a, a power uh, that, re- that is 
only and solely like lies in the community. And there's a superpower in there by if you're taking care of community locally, you know, um, you can, you can be able to act globally, but that's where it starts. And that's where I'm really trying to focus on is that the Tidewater Virginia area has so many young active duty members and so many young veterans and older veterans. Um, you know, the suicide rate here is higher. Well, we were, we're losing Navy uh, active duty Navy guys at the actual bases because they have nowhere to go. They got nothing to do. They're, you know, they're trapped up in, in these bad ships. And, um, I mean, yeah, so they're maybe not in the best shape, but it is the Navy. It is the military. It's not always going to be the best environment, you know, but the fact that they have nowhere to go makes it worse, you know, because even in the army or the Marine Corps, you, you know, go in the field or, you know, maybe not always the most uncomfortable environment, but you, you had a, Maybe, you know, you had somewhere to go and something to do that kept you out of the barracks and it was just a place to sleep. And then, you, you know, went back to work the next day and, and did your thing, you know, showed up ready to go. Um, so it's just helping create somewhere in a space um, where these things can be done and, and just have some growth and progression for people and, and keep them positive and keep the morale up uh, and having events and just bringing the community together because um, the Tidewater area truly needs it. Um, so here we're talking about some automotive clubs that the Veterans Club Racing Association would have. So this would be cost country trips, RV park to park camping. Um, and that and ties into those military campsites that are already available to active duty and veterans. And then there's also uh, state and federal parks that are available um, to certain, you know, different veterans. And I'm sure you could probably buy uh, the actual pass to get in as well um and i i know that there's certain land that is available only to like retirees and stuff like that it's a it's just it's, it's federal lands that are set aside um for only like federal employees and stuff so there's strict rules there but veterans themselves have access to it so working with legislation or you know local government or whatever it'd be easy to uh you know c- create something uh, as well that's with with the national parks um, for, for camping and just RVing and uh, maybe doing things out there. You know, it's like I said before, there's going to be a motorcycle club. So bringing um, ATVs and, you know, motorcycles and having the RVs as well. And just, you know, this whole environment where families are able to thrive and, and the community is able to thrive and uh, military members and, and are, are able to thrive. And if you think about it, this also cuts down on costs that they have to spend on, on leisure activity for, for some of these morale things and, um, and, and family building things um, so that they can better focus on the mission and better focus on themselves. Unfortunately, we have a lot of active duty members, especially the lower enlisted that are on benefits, you know, uh, from the government or, you know, uh, you know, not getting as much as they need from, from, from the military and this or that. And then maybe they got a hard mission or uh, there's, there's also military members that their children have, have, um, um, autism, you know, they have uh, some type of physical or mental disability and that brings um, extra stress, you know, on top of the job. And then maybe your pay is not enough and you're on benefits, but you're maybe, you know, or the state's not helping you. And, you know, so, so being able to really, you know, give them a space to have a space for them and to do things, but also alleviate some of, um, you know, maybe money they would spend on vacations, you know, Hey, Hey, save that for your, for your kids, save that for this, save that for that. Uh, we should have organizations that are able to give our veterans and active duty service members an outlet 
um, to, to do these things. Uh, but so there'd be youth building programs, um, a long-term program personal for me uh, for about 10 years now is an amputee vehicle program. Um, I can go in more on that later. Um, or a raceway travel program that's just kind of gone from, you know, different raceways or having um, a network set up with different raceways and speedways um, with the larger picture of as we get veterans in and, and get them, you know, seat time and uh, doing, you know, just hot laps and, you know, qualifies. And it takes a lot, a lot of time to really learn how to do some of these things and work up the stages of the cars and the different classes. And, uh, but then it's, I want to create race circuits. You know, I want to have, 10, 20, 30, 40 veterans out there all in these cars racing on a legitimate racetrack in their own kind of uh, race class, you know? Um, and then when it reaches that point, civilians can come spectate them racing. Um, but we have to foster an environment where we can get people so engaged that we can uh, have, you know, hundreds of veterans or thousands of veterans all over the nation who have the ability and qualifications and the proper seat time to be able to perform at a level um, to make sure nobody's put at risk and, you know, and then safe and it's fun and still, you know, a healthy environment. So, you know, that's, that's really the biggest thing that, that, that um, I want to come and see happen with this raceway program. Um, and like, and what, what steps are you taking um, to, to now get this from that, this planning stage that, that you're in, uh, to move a little bit further out into taking some some steps uh, forward to, you know, maybe finding a location or getting the first car or getting some funding. What uh, what uh, have you contacted anyone or reached out to anyone that you, that you think is going to help or make any other type of significant impact? Um, I uh, only to one organization, only the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, you know, I got some connections here in town, but I like, you know, I just wanted to make sure that uh, everything was kind of ready to go, you know, on, on some of the other fronts. And, you know, I, I did my, my due diligence and uh, I do kind of, I don't want to say I specialize in this stuff, but I've made programs before and I, I love cars and just grew up around them. And, um, but I, I know, you know, BMW, I'm going to the event on the 30th. I've had good connections with their execs before. Um, or the representatives they send out. And I've also worked for them before. So I'm, I'm hoping to just, you know, have a good conversation with them while they're here. Uh, maybe I can get them on call in. That'd be great. Um, kind of, you know, see what, how this exec uh, feels kind of on the spot. Not like put them on the spot. I mean, of course, I'll speak to them prior, tell them what's up, you know, what's going on. It's probably be an hour conversation of us driving around in some EV while I'm talking to them. Because uh, it's an EV event, it's the electric, it's the BMW electrified Norfolk event. Um, but yeah, then you know, of course, he's comfortable with uh, you know publicly speaking what his you know on the spot kind of thoughts are. Or, you know, I, mean, I already know BMW supportive of it. It's not even a thing they have a race program. It's a hundred percent tax deductible for them. Um, you know, but it's it's just make it just making it happen. Um, so it's, 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 it's a very, uh, organic thing that's going on here and I kind of love it. Do you know of any, uh, are there any tracks here in, uh, Virginia close by to Virginia beach where we are? Uh, yeah, we got the Larry, I think it's Larry 
King or Larry King Law bought it now, but it, it's the Langley Speedway. Um, and then there's okay. one in Richmond, and we have the International Speedway um, up north. And uh, would Virginia actually has but, So the better mm-hmm. question would be, are any of those viable for the kind of program uh, that you want to do? Up north is more viable, and, and that's where it, it kind of there's a blessing in disguise that they already run a program called Viper. Um, so okay. it's a motorsports program that's partnered with ODU here in Norfolk. Okay. Um, and then also, you know, long-term plan to put another so, university. So when you say they already, who, who, who is it that does this racing with, with ODU, this racing team with ODU? Well, it's not a racing team. It's a, it's a research team. Um, so okay. it's the Virginia Institute of like, uh, racing something research or research. I, I, I can type it in and look real quick, but, um, okay. but yeah, so, but they ha- yeah, they already have a program because, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, uh, to go to ODU, um, by the end, of, you know, I need to get in by December, um, to make sure I'm in for next year. Sure. Uh, cause they have a race program there and it's, it's tied to their, uh, material science stuff, All right. um, which, you know, I, I got to do to get in the Duke and anywho, um, But yeah, so I've worked with no. I'm trying to work with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway because I've worked with them previously. I got good connection with them. I I know, uh, you know, the owners. Um, I haven't talked well, to the owners the, in a long time. But well, I, what would the first event look like? Scott all the time. Oh, uh, the first event here in town would just be, you know, I mean, first event is t- taking care of this guy's car. <laughs> okay. You know, but but you know, the first uh, event event hopefully would just be in town. Um, so Langley, let's um, do this because we're going to start. And... We're going to start tracking progress with every single thing that we do and documenting it as much as possible, so there can be a, there can be no uh, dis- discrepancies. Like for example, so the first one of our first projects in for Chris and I, because Chris has brought me on board to help with, um, is the Veterans Club Racing Association. But one of the pro- first things, because it's for veterans by a veteran, is to get some assistance to this veteran who needs his van fixed so that he can get to and from his appointments and different things that he has to do. And Chris, we were talking offline earlier. Um, and you had mentioned that, you know, you reinforce what I had known, but I, you know, I kind of slipped my mind because that wasn't really the main focus, but there's another veteran, an older gentleman who's also helping this guy out and, and driving him around to do stuff. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have these. So this is exactly what the guy Lance last night was talking about in a way he, where I'm, I'm, I'm now adopting the term that he used, which is um, direct mutual aid. Right. So and so what we're looking for are direct mutual aid recipients. And you've identified one direct mutual aid recipient, poten- a potential direct mutual aid recipient, which is this man at the. Veterans for veterans of foreign wars or the VFW and um, five, four, five. Yeah. Post eight, five, four, five. Yeah. And so um, now the other thing that I want to clear up, though, is um, you earlier you had some. Well, you didn't have some concerns, but you were like, if the VFW was making this up, that would be a shame on them. So what I think the next step is we have to directly make contact with them again and really put down, you know, I need to identify him. Like if I'm, if I'm going to be donating money to somebody, right. I need to know, do they exist? Is this real? You know, and also so that we're not going out there trying to do a campaign for something that doesn't exist. Right. 
Well, yeah, no, I'm sure. Kind of cool I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it does. I mean, I'm, or or Bruce would. Have I'm not saying. Now. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not sure it is either. But you know, until you know, we got to verify because, like, but because that's the next step in getting it done. Like that's all, that's really all I'm getting at. Like, how do I know where to get money to if I don't even know? You know, so that's the next step we have to go. We have to, I have to get. We have to make contact. So, and right, but, and but yeah, to, I remember I've already made. I've already. I was at, at their breakfast a few days ago. I've already made okay. contact. So the next step is giving this person the money to get this done. Like that's the next thing to do, right? And right. then yeah, we can. Sorry, continue. I probably, probably, I, right, I probably shouldn't express that. I, yeah. So so over the weekend, I went to the VFW post eight four five. Uh, 8545 Spiffield, Virginia. It's where I'm from. It's where I enlisted out of um, to, to help and, and participate in the breakfast there and to tell them, you know, I'm starting an initiative in town, getting uh, this land cleaned up by the EPA, um, you know, using, you know, the National Priorities List and the Superfund Pact um, to, 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 to get it cleaned up because it's right next to a water tower and it's contaminated the water and the, or it's going to sooner or later if it's built over instead of clean. Or you could rather say it has um, the potential to, cause we, we don't know for sure, but it has the potential. You're right. To you're right. Yeah, like that's that. the, correct. Yeah. It, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. It, it has the potential to have a long-term effect if it isn't cleaned up, you know, cause yeah. who knows where it's at currently. Uh, right. Reaching the we water don't know. Table. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's unknown. Correct. Um, but it is unfortunately, you know, less than like a hundred meters from a water tower, a few hundred meters yeah. from a water tower that supplies that whole s- section of the county. Um, that could be a problem. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so, so there, um, and so the VFW, you know, I went, I went there, um, you know, just to say, hey, I'm back in town, and kind of tell them about some of the club racing stuff, and I uh, could wash dishes and talk to the commander, and because uh, he runs several non for profits, you know, real great guy there. Um, you know, and we kind of got like our all-star dozen, you know, we've made it all American for, for many years and we had, don't have many members. We're a smaller post. Um, but Bruce gets a lot done. He's an amazing man. Um, and, uh, Bob, our quartermaster was sharing with me that, uh, there was a veteran in need and that, you know, his band doesn't work and they, they went to Smithfield auto to, um, get a, a quote, you know, cause Smithfield auto was you know, willing to, give them a break on fixing it, but we still yeah. needed, you know, additional funds to actually make it happen. And, you know, so, the band hasn't ran for several years. And I mean, for several knows, years, I mean, right. Yeah. So, I mean, or, 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 I mean, so what he said, I think he said at least it's been like, like, like almost a year because since COVID. Uh, well, I can only deal in, in facts. If you don't know for sure, we don't know for sure, but it, it, the, the um, fact of what we do know is the guy needs a van. We don't know the time frame. Correct. And the other thing yes, is that there's a is that is that in this time and at this point in time that they've already had the van uh, looked at and taken and estimated at Smithfield Auto. We okay. got a quote for it. They just don't have enough money. All right. I mean, at least so, that's, what I, that, that's what I was told directly by the quartermaster. Yeah. So, and, and the other part of this is that there's another veteran that's part of the VFW that's been driving him around. Uh, to help Correct. He's using his own time, money, and resources to do it. Right. Um, and this is also yeah. another retired vet that maybe may or may not be disabled, may or may not have PTSD, but definitely is a veteran of a foreign war and is assisting and another veteran of a foreign war. Yeah, and he's also in his in his late late sixties. Right. So these early seventies. Yeah. Well, so when these people should be, you know, enjoying good health and, you know. Uh, freedom with their family and stuff like that supposedly right the american dream they're supposed to be 
you know, living out their golden years, enjoying their grandkids and stuff like that. This guy's driving around another guy who doesn't have a vehicle just so he can get to basic appointments, you know, so he can to, live. To, to maintain his, yeah, his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, let's look at that. Like, is it worth it? Do we want to keep this old dude alive? Oh dude. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Why? Because he went to war for us. Or because you're the, yeah. Because you know, you know like, what 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 do these people do? Like here's the, here's the reason why he de- he deserves to live. Because he's a human being, and what is what is he doing? He look at look at let's let's take a look at the situation from somebody who doesn't know, and let's let's look at this logically. You have a person who joins a club, right? The the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Why? So he can be around other people. Why? So he's not alone. But why these people? Because they have similar experiences. So these are people who are obviously looking for at least the, 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 the very least some companionship, just to be around other people and other people who understand them. So we obviously see for a person even to go there in the first place, they're obviously someone who is not only looking for help, but, is, but the, their need for help overwhelms their potential shame or whatever else they might feel um, for going to some place to go collect with a bunch of old guys you know, for some war long gone, you know, these are people who want and need to be around other people. And like, cause look, there's, a, there are other veterans of foreign wars, right? Maybe most, a lot of them are dead, but there's some who are still alive and maybe some who are still alive and doing well. And a lot of them, or, or I don't know, maybe some of them, maybe there's just different chapters in different places. Right. But, 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 but the fact of the matter that when people are coming to do this and they do it on a regular basis is because they're wanting to come together with other people. What, I mean, because like, what are we supposed to believe? They're like meeting some secret cabal to take over the earth. <laughs> it's like these guys just want some companionship. They just want to live. They just want to, you know, think about stuff and philosophize and enjoy the rest of their time on earth. And people should be able to go out in some relative amount of comfort and teach us things. I mean, man, but you know, like I've always, something that, that has recently occurred to me over the years is that I'm basically... Um, working on dying very, very well. That's what I realized that I, that I have to do. And uh, so that when people rummage through my stuff, the very little of it that's left, um, they're, they're not going to find some kind of like infested, pathetic thing. At least I hope not. If they find it now, they might be dead. <laughs> but, uh, but I wanted it to be like there, someone to say, okay, this is a historical uh uh, uh, this is of historical importance of what this person was doing. I know that sounds so grandiose and, and just way out there, but when you really think about it, what do you want to do? I mean, and so maybe that's not for everybody, but I think about that, about being gone, being dying, and then someone has to take care of my stuff and dispose of it and do something with it. And what are they going to find? What are they going to be seeing? What are they going to think? Like, if, yeah, that's, I guess that's a human thing of the living, right? You're like concerned about what people are going to think, but it goes more than that because it, it, it feels more than that to me. It's more, it's more like, I don't want somebody to be like, ah, oh, just another sad thing. You know, just like, just like how you, you know, you clean up roadkill, you know, and not because I want to feel important, but because I feel like something should, important should be done in this, this world enough that when somebody finds somebody's, you know, departed belongings, they're just like, wow, this person was on a mission and that they would actually want to be like, oh, and all the instructions and everything are laid out very clearly so if, if this person passed away in the event and this, this mission wasn't completed, look at, I can just 
pick this up and, and continue or pass it on to someone because the blueprint is right here. Anyway, but you see how inspiring uh, these veterans but, and these I mean, people can right, be. Because he's, they, exactly, because they have the blueprint. But if we lose the ability to give them an ability to like serve the community again and to be a part yes. of the community again and respect what they bring to the table, then we lose that. And then everybody else loses the valuableness that they can bring through their experiences. I'm glad you caught on to that, Chris. You see where I'm going? Like, I can see how that relates to my life. This veterans life, we have, people have to be given the opportunity to continue to contribute to society, you know, because there's all kinds of ways. I mean, you look at just because someone may not be physically able to be a kickboxer, they can be a kickboxing commentator or write books about it or coach a police athletic league or volunteer somewhere. You know, there's always a way to contribute experience but not everybody and for some reason unfortunately a lot of people are because of just various barriers are being prevented from being able to serve their communities further and that's what part of what chris is doing here and what i'm helping him with is to bring this direct mutual aid to people so to relieve this other veteran who's already doing it so by by we actually are helping two vets in this this one yeah. Yeah, because we're yeah, relieving correct. the burden, which although you know he's helping a comrade, that's what he signed up for, but we're helping to relieve his burden off of that too, so that maybe when they meet, it's not just to drive each other, you know, drive his friend around, it's to you know to enjoy a, a game of cards and a cup of tea and maybe a round of golf or even some some tackle football. Who knows what they, those guys are getting up to over there? But um, you know, it's uh. It's uh, yeah. Anyway, the, the point has been made that uh, the looking at it, it's really just to be able to help people to continue to, if they want to, if that's what they so desire, to be able to continue to contribute at a high level in society in the way that they are able to and the way that they are qualified to. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really important that that happens. And like you said, we're we're leaving two people, you know, and and that. He is. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It's just amazing because you know, we 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 got to. I mean, I don't know. Somebody's got to do something, right? Well, we are, and um, that's the thing, you know. And and that's why I called. So 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 so. so uh, what this first episode is here today is just a blessing in disguise from the universe. This is a conversion point in time yet once again. Um, we kind of spoke on some stuff last night. Over on the um, Firebase Smithfield show about kind of what's going on with the state of things of the FTC's uh, testimony about scams and uh, financial fraud in the military community and just the overall state of the VFW um, and some of the things that we've been dealing with locally. Uh, and then, you know, just the, the deeper uh, initiative that comes and the deeper impact that comes from a program like the Veterans Racing Club Association. Um, and I went this morning to deal with some of those things, you know, cause you got to just the public in general. Right. Um, and they, they've been scrubbed or at least I, I didn't go searching. I don't have time for that. Um, as here, I'm clearly here doing things, but um, I just said, cool. So I called the, the, uh, the news station and I asked for uh, community relations and, they sent me to somebody and I just was like, Hey, this is John or whatever. Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, just kind of say, hey, do you want to possibly do a story? I, 
my Atlanta local VFW is having some issues with funding. And, you know, we got this, you know, team of uh, veterans that need some help. And, you know, I tried to post it on, on Facebook and try to get some traction. And, you know, people told people to uh, just contact me to inquire more. And um, they didn't. And, you know, I just kind of really need some immediate help. And uh, so, the, you know, VCRA has a program that brings veterans together um, to have the healing power of, of motorsports. And it's been a thing since World War One. That's how the VFW and the American Legion had, were originally formed was by these groups of war fighters getting together uh, and you know, participating in these types of activities and engagement. Um, and he said, you know, uh, uh, he was willing to take the story and um, well, let me let me backtrack a little bit here. I said, hey, you know, are you in community relations? And he, he kind of laughed and he was like, God, no, I'm in the newsroom. And I was like, oh, wow. So I'm talking like to like the dude. Um, and he, he, he kind of cut me off and I just stopped and said, yes, sir. You know, go ahead. Um, and he said, yeah, dude, look, that's a great story. Send me the, some of the you know details. Be sure to put your contact information and I will get this to my reporters. I think this is fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, you know, this we we gotta we gotta take action. We gotta make we gotta bring awareness. That's what I told him. I said, Thank you. Like I just wanna bring awareness. Thank you for this opportunity. Like, um, you know, and just thanks. Like I I'll, I'll send it over to you and I know it's not an instantaneous thing. Um and yeah, I'll I'll send it over to you. So this is us writing this that story to give to them. Um, because Hakeem has been doing press for about twenty years now, if not longer. Um he's also a really great martial artist. He's done a lot of theater work, a lot of uh, actual real film and uh, TV production work as well. Um, he's built in you know complete uh, backgrounds and sets, and he's done actual camera work and he's done uh, physical uh, stills camera work along with you know like videography and um, so he's very well versed. He understands doing press. Um, so yeah, he was like, "Look, man, you know," and he's like, "Hey, Chris, you're already, you know, you got a, you got a good way that you present yourself. You write well." So, and I, I don't like journalists. I just, in general, you know, kind of no warfighter does, no veteran really likes journos. Um, journos. Yeah, that's you know, that's you know, the slang name, right? Up journos, yeah. you know, uh, you know, journalists. You know, a lot of them are great people, but some of them are not so great. They just want a story, and um, but I think that's just I'm a perception of, of journalists, you know. No, no, I think it's, it's some people are just kind of, you know, they're not very friendly, but, uh, or they pretend to be friendly, but uh, I, I, this is neither here nor there. Cause this, that's not the situation. This is a great yeah. thing. Wavy TV 10 is a fantastic news station. Yeah. They always have been, um, you know, they just recently posted a story on how the Buffalo soldiers motorcycle club had a meeting here in town. Um, n- none of them are really like, you know, me <laughs> or, or the, the few thousand people that served in my unit uh, since the, the rebirth, the, uh, the, you know, the reenactment, not reenactment, re, re, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No, we reenacted. Uh, we were because the, the, re, the, the, the unit was reactivated. Oh, reactivated. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, uh, and we, I, th- I think maybe it was Vietnam. I think the 10th Cavalry had some stuff. The 9th Cavalry had some stuff in Vietnam attached to fourth ID. But prior to that, it hasn't really been much. <laughs> um, hmm. Hey, check so. this out. So I wanted to, speaking of language, cause you were just ser- searching for the word uh, reactivated for a moment. And it just reminded me, um, we're also using the word initiative. And I, one of the things I'd like, I like to do is 
to standardize our language so that we're always using the same terms no matter what. And I think that it's a good idea to use the word um, initiative in the sense that um, one of the definitions is is an act or strategy intended to resolve a difficulty, right? So that's one, to resolve a difficulty or improve a situation. It could also be a fresh approach to something, right? Like a, a new initiative against car crime. So you have a new initiative to resolve the situation that's going on at the VFW with this gentleman. So, so one of the standard terms that we're going to use a lot because that's what we're doing. We, we are, we are, uh, we are activating initiatives. We're, we're activating initiatives. We are, uh, proposing initiatives. We will be, um, carrying out initiatives, executing initiatives, everything that has to do with initiative. Why? Because it means that we are resolving difficulties, improving situations with fresh approach, with fresh approaches. So, I mean, and I'm going to continue to redefine that so that we can have, you know, a little mantra, so to speak, Chris. Um, what is it going to be? We're, we're going to, we can say we're using fresh approaches and strategies to resolve difficulties and improve situations, something like that, you know, but, but that's what we're doing. We're, we are, are, are discovering issues that need to be resolved and we're creating and carrying out initiatives to resolve those issues and solve and solve difficulties. And that's, and if we continue to define it and whittle it down and make it very laser focused like that, because everything that you're doing is pretty laser focused because you, you're very, it's a very niche thing, but that, but that also touches in a very broad category. It's a niche thing like car racing and auto racing and automotive innovation. Um, but it's also, and it's also niche in that veterans are a niche group, you know, because not everybody's a, a veteran and not everybody's a veteran of foreign war. And so there's all these different niches within that, but also it's just a broader category of veterans. Um, and then that broader category is of, uh, citizens. And then it could be even, you know, cedar students, but, but it affects a lot of people and it also affects a, a specific group of people. And, and there's, and, and in the general thing, just like how would you start something small, and as this starts to grow, it's going to benefit everyone who is in proximity to it. But it's going to benefit pos positively the family of the veterans um, and anybody that they come. When anybody's life uh, gets better, when 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 everybody's quality of life gets better, the quality of life around others tends to improve. You can even use that old adage that says. All ships rise with the tide. So and that's what we're, uh, yes. we're trying to do is we're trying to rise the tide so that everybody goes up. You know, there's another one that's kind of opposite like that. And that's kind of like how overall nations and maybe even America goes sometimes. That, so, that shows that the, that the convoy can only go as fast as its slowest ship. You know, um, a, a convoy can only go as fast as its slowest ship's high speed. Right. So. Right. Um, so in the same way we have to, we can go back and we can improve that, that slower ships top speed. And that's kind of another analogy to look at what we're trying to do here. And, and that's what happens is that when, 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 and now, man, I'm going, I'm going off with the analogies here, Chris, if you can even look at it, a racing situation, right? Society at whole, the world is like a race car and one tire goes flat. You have to pull off, take a pit stop, put the tire back on and get back in the race. And so that's what we're trying, we're attempting to do with people is seeing how much more we can get them back in the race. 
And that's going to expand to everybody and anybody around them. And if we're helping to make these people, these, these uh, hybrid race cars or these revamped race cars, and they're able to get back in and win the race or win some kind of race, you know, at every different stage of their life, no matter what they've gone through, but especially because a lot of people want to continue to contribute to society. Hey, man, this is a, a great little mission to have. And for some reason, I don't know why it fits so well into everything that I'm doing, you know, teaching healthy living and self-defense. But I guess everybody needs to find a way to live healthier. Right. And maybe if it's not self-defense from fighting physically other people, maybe defending yourself against uh, despair and depression and despondence, because I know how that is. I've felt like, you know, hey, it's time to go right now. But because of other things that have built up within me over the years, other actual skills and things that I do, you know, I'm more addicted to living and living in a, in a, in a, in a high standard and, and instead of just surviving, thriving because of the things that I've coached and trained myself to do. And I really feel like that's one of the ways that I fit into this. And it just, it just feels right. It feels natural to be, to say to myself, Hey, I'm going to be working on helping to find fresh ideas and innovative ways to solve problems and get to the heart of issues, specifically working with veterans. I mean, my sister is a veteran, you know, she was, she served in the Navy for 20 years and retired a couple of years ago. You know, my, uh, my younger sister, she has, was, she has issues of her own, you know, yeah, and, she's and, got and, physical and, injuries. And, and, yeah. Exactly. And, and uh, something like this psychological you know, or, or other programs. I mean, cause know, she's a pain in my ass, my sister, because of her issues, but I'm no, you know, I'm no, uh, you know, spring chicken. I can be a pain in a lot of people's ass, but she doesn't need my kind of craziness around to when she's dealing with her stuff. She's got three kids. She's got a house to take care of. And she's got no she, husband. You know, right. she's finally and she, getting a bunch of help from the VA or the community. Right. And, and so that's the thing. She's got some injuries and she's, you know, she's got some PTSD stuff. And so she's got a lot on her plate. And so like, I'm, I'm actually leaving her house today, but, but you know, the thing is, uh, my point about that is that th this is also something that touches very close to me. You know, my sister would be, you know, but she's doing the best that she can with what she has. Like she's going above and beyond, but we just, you know, she, I clash with her just because, you know, I'm a, I'm an adult. I'm a guy. I shouldn't even be here right now, you know, like, but, and, you know, but she, but she's put up with me. She's helped a lot. She's done a lot of things. And, uh, you know, since I got back into the country, you know, 10 months ago and, you know, I've just taken off running. I think I'm starting to glide a little bit and hopefully we'll start to fly here. But, um, that's so that's another thing. I don't, you know, it's, it's funny that I don't really even think about that. Cause it's just like, she's been my sister and now she's like a, a veteran, you know, and have been in, in war zones. Like she, she's a veteran of foreign war. Technically she's been over in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan. And so, so actually not even technically, like she's, she actually is, she qualifies as a veteran of a foreign war. I never even thought about that before. So look at that. Um, so anyway, so I'm really uh, deeply connected to this in many ways. And I can just see how even just doing something like this, eventually it's going to come back and affect my sister and make her life better in some way. I mean, she, she enjoys cars. I mean, she likes big trucks, but you never know having a meeting like that. She could come out to and enjoy maybe even just as a spectator or part of the run of the show, you know, giving veterans something to do some meaningful work after they retire. Like she's not working right now every once in a while. A knowledge yeah. bomb on you real quick. So yeah, yeah. Deeply, I thought about how many initiatives that are there for veterans. So here's this, sure. this little, small, little snidbit. Uh, was it a uh, beauty after duty? You know, so huh. it's, it's it's focused on women veterans. 
focus on beauty products, beauty education, you know, getting things from all the biggest and best corporations and the best things and even jewelry, you know, and and using those things to be able to generate funds as well because you can auction them off or sell them and, you know, the company gets their 100% write off and that allows us to have more, you know, focused funds for women veterans. But so outside of that being its own whole entire program, you know, let's just say people are coming to the racetrack event, right? We have a booth that says, you know, beauty beyond duty. And it's for all of the women, you know, yeah. whether it's your, you know, your, your wife um, and you're the veteran or it's a female veteran and she has got yeah. a husband, you know, there, there would be products there and things there and education and tools and, hey, you know, we can also, you know, maybe, you know, get you into a beauty program locally and pay for your tuition or whatever, you know, but beauty after duty because there's nothing for women veterans, you know, and it, I know it's vanity based, but I mean, hey, dude, you know how much how much money women have to spend on some of these products? How many thousands well, yeah. of dollars you have to spend? And that would know, help these young mothers and these in these veteran and these women veterans, and you know, maybe like us, like your sister. You know, she's single, um, and and so so she has got these kids, and she has no money to take care of herself, and she works hard, and you know, there's probably tons of other women out there like that. And this gives them yeah. that little level of comfort and, you know, some things they can do for themselves. And, right. And, that, know, and the um, fact that and it's, it's we'll, yeah, and the fact that we'll be starting this and continuing to get deeper and more involved with the various entities that are going to be partners in making all of this happen. And as we continue to demonstrate our reliability in accomplishing these and carrying out these different uh, initiatives, you know, we're going to take them on one at a time. But, man, it feels so good to just be doing something. Like, man, I'm not – in all of the things that I'm doing, like, there's so many things that are great about the position that I'm in right now and so many other things that I would rather not be like that. But one of the things that is at the top of everything that makes just waking up in the morning and doing things worthwhile is having something like this, like a mission to accomplish. You know, so we, we've identified something. We're looking at at what we need to do and we want to, and we're going to accomplish it. You know, we've identified somebody who needs some help and we're going to find a plan to do it. And and big part is like, so the steps that are taken is it's been taken to the shop to get an estimate. And now it's like, I'm going to bring some money to the table and then get some other people involved and see how they can do that. Or maybe, Hey, what if we even find a mechanic, everybody that, that might even be something completely different. What if there's a, a mechanic? What if we can get a shop to donate their services? What if Chris now we go back now that we we might be clutching a new story in hand and maybe have because that car that automotive center that's going to be fixing the vehicle maybe they want some really great publicity and so maybe they will donate the services that that that's the hope right you know is that somebody out there ha, ha, is 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 uh provoked by the holy spirit and invoked by the holy spirit to take some type of action I, I'm, I'm just putting it out there, and the, the master of the universe will do his thing. And I think the fact that I have pure intent, and when I call the news, you know, when I call them today, and they sent me directly to the newsroom instead of the community relations guy, which that's already a convergent point in time that God made happen, or the master of the universe. And then I, I'm solely focused on helping this this other veteran. I didn't speak on any personal things I have going on. I didn't speak about the personal things that, that were on Facebook. I just said that I, I announced um, what my association is trying to achieve, 
and that I was looking for a donation and that, um, that we would provide them proper uh, documentation and that if they had any other additional questions, they could contact me. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't contact me. And in the military, we are very precise about the way we speak. So they were like, well, we contacted your local VFW. And they said, it's, it is, you know, this isn't a thing. But I didn't post publicly that the funds would be to use to relieve and get, um, you know, relieve this veteran of helping out another veteran by getting his van repaired. Um, you know, because if you want to know where the money goes, you had additional questions, you had the ability to, to contact me and I demonstrated and articulated, um, uh, enough to show that I was confident in what I was saying. Um, so if you had any additional questions, I was there and ready and willing to answer them to make sure that this guy's van gets fixed. Um, but unfortunately, or I should say, fortunately, it's a way to weed people out who's serious and not serious. Right. Uh, the military would do this all the time. And um, anybody who ever watches this or hears this, hears this in the future will understand and agree. They would come in the morning formation once you got in the unit and ask for volunteers. We wouldn't tell you what it was for. Just ask for volunteers. And either you raised your hand or you didn't raise your hand. And sometimes you were heavily rewarded for raising your hand because you didn't know what you're raising your hand for. You just had they're just willing to see what your willingness was. How, how, how ready you were to take on the mission that was going to be given to you, whatever it was. Now, there was no limits, right? You're, not, you're, you're no limit soldiers. You, you got to take care of things for the country, whatever it may be. I don't know. You know, um, you know the, the way that NCOs play games with people is a thing. You know, they may even come in looking all hard and weird and like they got bad news and all right, all right, who... I need some volunteers here, you know, and then you raise your hand like, all right, you guys get to go home. Everybody else, you are painting. All right, let's get ready. You know, um, so um, I, I put it out there in the, in the proper format to to see who, who would be interested um, and the people who it doesn't even pertain to because uh, not to say this in any kind of uh, you know derogatory way, but this is for combat veterans. So already there's a very, very small amount of uh, percentile of people of the American population that join the services, even an even smaller amount that join the armed services. There's an even smaller amount that go to a combat zone, a physical combat zone, uh, like boots on the ground. And then out, and then within that bubble, that sphere of, of warriors, because everybody who went there combat or no combat's a warrior. Um, some people actually were in direct combat, taking small arms and heavy arms fire and um, returning fire. And um, so that very, very small, like the 0.1 percentile of people that experienced that, that's what this program is truly for. Um, and so somebody who, you know, this doesn't, it doesn't pertain to went out of their way to, uh, I guess try to, you know, he, well, he personally said they were going to drag me in the group and run a smear campaign. And uh, apparently it worked, but um, I, you know, well, I'm not yeah. even concerned with this stuff. It's just, I should yeah. say I'm not concerned. It's just, it's a, um, oh, I, I, I am, I am not concerned. It's just the, the reality of the succession of things that have happened to try it's to a small, small obstacle. You know, there's going to yeah, be you know, people like that all the time. You know, people try to stop something good from happening because they feel ineffective. And, you know, I just, um, 
I still just don't get if somebody actually has resources to do something. This has been something that's actually been bugging me for days, and we'll get to that later. But if you have the ability to help in some way and you don't, doesn't make much sense. So, right, yeah, and you, you you spoke on that last night about uh, about you know Mr. Jones. You're like he publicly brags about having a hundred thousand dollar record breaking month, uh, you know, of profits. Yeah. Um, and then and uses the veteran community to piggyback these profits, um, but when directly contacted to make a direct contribution to have a direct mutual aid. Uh, what was it? Direct. Uh, uh, direct mutual, mutual aid, impact. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, you can you can say you can have a direct impact through mu- through mutual aid. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's a direct impact through through mutual aid. Um, you know, for the community that you're piggybacking off of to, to, to live your, your your lifestyle or whatever. Um, and uh, he, here we are um, today making sure that uh, that veteran is taken care of because the community um, doesn't seem to be too enthralled or willing uh, to find out the deeper details and ask or, um, you know, they went out of their way to spend the actual time and effort to do the opposite um, of bringing awareness to the situation. Um, and the larger situation at hand is that we are losing veterans by the busload daily, uh, you know, 30 or more. And that's a very disturbing thing and it should disturb everybody. Um, and, you know, this, if we can't start with getting the guy's van fixed, how can I, how can we have any kind of faith in the community rallying together to have a, a, a higher perspective and initiative um, come to fruition to actually make an impact and save lives? I mean, come on now, you know, I mean, uh, and, and, you know, and the fact that I expressed some of that um, on this public Facebook post in these car forums that, you know, it's for, you know, to help prevent suicide and, um, you know, and that, that they would go out of their way still to, uh, to do something like this, to, to un, uh, to reverse validate, I guess, to, I mean, I don't know, what would you, what do you even call that, uh, Hakeem? I mean, they just went out of their way to, to fame it. I mean, um, to disprove, uh, what do you mean? You mean what they were doing over there to, um, to discredit, I guess would be the term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The discredit what I was trying to achieve, right? And instead of yeah. instead of trying to accredit it and find out more information and being curious, they did the opposite and attacked, 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 and had that you know uh, canceling mentality or whatever. And yeah. Like I said, once again, this this guy probably isn't a veteran or a combat veteran. Um, yeah. So, so also you know, one of the things, too, people, I want to steer this a little bit away from that because we've covered that, and I totally respect yeah, right, you, Chris, but right, I just right, want to, yeah, yeah, yeah steer it yeah, in a different because direction. Because we're, we're, we're here, you're right, because we're here, to, this is about us, I mean, I'm writing this story to actually give yeah. it to them. Um, so the other thing... We've we, we got to give them a, 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 a produced document, yeah, a produced story, so right. edit it. So let, let me touch on that for a second, then, before I continue going to what I was going to say, is, yeah, so one of the things that I proposed to Chris earlier was that, because um, I have a press pack on my website, uniqueequilibrium.com. And, you know, as you're going through stuff, doing podcasts and things like that, you learn all these different best practices. And one of them is having a press pack so that if any media uh, company, like the, a news station is crazy enough to run a story about me, then they can just go to my press pack and I have all the details about that, my particular podcast. And so I went and kind of um, 
I, f I found some directions about how to create a press pack for specifically for podcasts. And then I took the parts that um, I could immediately apply and I put them together um, as completely as I possibly could to get a professional press pack on my site. Um, and then I can do that for, you know, for anything. So that's one of the things I'm going to work, we're working on now is putting together a press pack for every initiative. And so then we'll start to see how this is going to look. So Chris, for every initiative, we're going to have at least one page, like a piece of paper that you can hand to anybody or a document. And I'm saying a piece of paper, I'm giving it physical mass in the imagination of everybody who might be listening and to you, Chris, but it could very well, it could very easily be a link on a web page. Um, it could easily be a, uh, a YouTube video, but we really want something that people can get as a document form to either read uh, and, and to print out. And so each initiative will have its own press pack because they're each an individual situation. So one press pack is going to be focused on, on who you are, what you're doing, and then like in the, in the overall, and then each one will focus on whatever specific initiative we're doing. And then as part of that, because of, you know, my obsession with uh, creating media and creating, and, and I, and even though I have experience working on like multi-million dollar budget, uh, like films, tele, you know, film, sh uh, movies, TV shows, music videos for like superstars and all over the place. It's just a job I did in the art department and some camera work and things like Chris mentioned before. I tend to uh, gravitate more towards the like, you know, shoestring and like on the fly type of stuff, which Colin right now provides a lot of that because it's, it's not the highest quality of like the recording and everything like that, but it's the best of all the different worlds. It provides the convenience of getting a message out. And so one of the things I'm always doing is finding ways to use these these different mediums and patch them together for the, the massive the maximum amount of impact that they can have so for example taking this podcast later and using the transcript to make some text and making a blog page with a few different uh, images that then can have links or places where people can make direct donations or the phone numbers and everything like that so all of that and I'm and I've already been doing a lot of stuff I have that on web pages and eventually um, as I get around to it, because I'm moving today, I'm like we're literally packing right now as we're speaking. Um, I'm going to send that over. Probably go sit at Starbucks or something. I'm gonna put send the links to this and other podcasts that we're doing. And so that's another part of my mission is continuing uh, to to educate people and get their attention on these important matters. And, and another way that I do it is through entertainment. Um, and, you know, and playing educational games like the one that I do, Nation States, which really kind of helps people to learn how to read and make sense out of different things that are put before them. Um, and it's an, and it's a fantasy situation where you're running a nation, but it's another thing that helps to continue to get attention where it needs to go. And just in, in a similar way as how Chris enjoys car racing, I love anything that has to do with words and speaking and sound in general, like music. I'm also a musician. And so this is how I'm using all of the things that I'm passionate about and that just easily flow out of me. And I'm finding ways to, to direct them for these causes, for these initiatives. So that's my part uh, in this. So you're gonna, you guys are going to, and anybody who listens to this recording, anybody's listening now, you, all, that's all the stuff. That's all I'm ever doing. That's, all I'm ever doing is finding ways to keep attention and also at the same time to get the information out there, to always be searchably relevant. Right, so that people find us in 
the areas where we're operating. You know, so if somebody's looking like, how can I make an impact in Virginia Beach? And then our stuff should be starting to come up, you know, when we do, as we continue to do this work, you know, so, um, yeah, and Chris and I have found a good, uh, a really great partnership, and we're going to be, we're going to be um, composing, creating, launching, executing, carrying out these initiatives, and um, to bring it back into focus again is the one initiative right now is this uh, vet, uh, veterans uh, transport initiative, so we can call it, you know, because we're trying to get this guy's van fixed. And that's either some uh, mechanic or auto shop can donate their services or if we can get enough do donations. Because I'm sure my little cash that I'm going to donate may not cover the whole bill. But it's something that I can do. Just like there's something that we're all doing right now, like Chris is making awareness. He made me aware of it. And so um, that's what, how we're going to continue to go forward with this. So, Chris... Uh, let's uh, let's get to wrapping this up. Um, we've com we've uh, covered everything that we need to for now, and this will be a good spot to end it because we've got an hour, and that's a good package for that. Because we'll come back later and we'll do some more, and we'll continue to uh, to log our progress and things that we make. I'm, I mean, I, it's really a lot of fun to start create. We're going to be creating our own acronyms and our own alphabet soup and things like the like VTI, right? The Veterans Transport Initiative, right? Because there's probably going to be some other veterans that are going to need to get to and from places. So this is this is going to be the start of something huge. It's going to affect one person, but it's going to, you know, continue to to expand outwards. That's right. Because this is just something that's within. The initiative as a whole, you know, the whole thing, because, you know, the, the organization as a whole, you know, we, we, we got to have these different subsets and facets of services to be able to provide to service members, you know, um, auto repairs to, you know, tires to, you know, whatever, whatever it may be to track days, to vacations, to, you know, camp, uh, uh, cross country camping trips, to uh, vehicles, specially adapted for amputees, um, you know, there's, I mean, to, to, to so many things when it comes to like venturing off roads and being outdoors and, um, you know, but at the end of the day, we got to make sure that people can get to their appointments. We got to, got to make sure they can get to work. We got to make sure they get to the grocery store. Um, you know, we can give all the education in the world. We can, you know, uh, vocational rehabilitation, uh, get them a, 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 you know, six figure job, but if they can't reasonably get to work, to like even start that six figure job coming from being homeless or living, you know, wherever they're doing. And maybe the VA, you know, they got no VA benefits. Um, yeah. They got to be able to make it to work reliably, sustainably, Chris, bro. Um, to be able to make that money to change their lives. Dude, something we have to talk about offline just popped into my brain, dude. And um, we got to talk about this, something that's going to really make a huge impact and help this. But I'm going to have to talk to you. It's nothing I can't talk about online it's, everybody it's not some right, secret right. crazy thing uh just so you know i'm <laughs> it's not anything illegal or anything stupid it's just that it's a really amazing idea and it's just too much to go over right now and i have to talk to chris dude we <laughs> dude i just found out a way we're gonna make we're gonna dude oh my gosh it, it has to do with a it has to do with a business plan and dude right. so oh, it's just off, huh? oh my gosh all right People, when we get back, you're going to hear some amazing stuff. Chris, do you have anything uh, last to say on the uh, 
on air because, dude, as soon as we're done, like, no, I mean, that's, that's really it, to be honest with you. Because I mean, I, I just uh, uh, I wanted to kind of get this out there. I'm gonna we're, we're, well, I'm gonna work on this story and get it typed out in the next um, uh, probably hour and a half. Um, polish it up for another 45 minutes and then send it off to the newsroom. And hopefully, it's right. either on tonight or tomorrow. And um, yeah, you know, right. um, cause, I mean, I already, I already know what it's what all it in, entails is just. And you, you know, you gotta write the actual proper flowy story, um, so, and and you know have the proper details to where it's not, uh, you know, too much for them to. I mean, you already know what I'm talking about. You, right. So here's what writings. we're yeah. Here's what we're doing right now. Yeah, you can be overwhelming sometimes, but here's what we're doing right now. So after Chris and I get off the phone, Chris is going to be continuing to do that. Um, I'm going to write everything up and start to create titles and names for it that are for people to remember. Because again, that's one of my fortes is like organizing things. Um, in, in the communications type, like the, the acronyms, the titles, the words, like, for example, just coming up on the fly, it's, just, it's easy, but just imagine not everybody is, 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 is um, willing to do what I do, like saying things like Veterans uh, Transport Initiative, and then create that as a title, and then put that all together in a document. So that's going to be one of the things that I'm going to be doing, is putting this stuff into easily digestible documents that, repre- that represent these initiatives. So basically, um, every initiative that we have will be in plain writing, clear t- plain text, clear writing, so everybody can see exactly what it is and exactly what they need to do and exactly how they can help. Um, so that's the first thing we're going to do. So Chris, I'll be taking a uh, point on doing all of that stuff with the, doc- with the text documentation and, and if we need any graphics. The second thing is um, uh, every time we do this, you know, make sure we get you edit and uh, publish the show, the recordings immediately after. And then... Um, when we talk offline immediately, I want to call you on after this. There's something I want to work out that's going to kind of really push this forward. And then we'll come back when I have everything organized like that. And we'll have documents, everything. And then we can share with everybody else. But this, dude, I just got fired up because something just came into my head. And it's it's so clear that it's, I'm not even going to forget. It's not like one of those things where you're kind of just like free-flowing. And you're like, oh, aha, I want to say something to respond to what you're saying. And then if I don't get to say it, then I forget. No, this is like something that it, like a clear line just lit up like a lightning a bolt revelation. through my brain. Dude, like a lightning bolt went off through my brain that, that made a clear neuronal path to an exact thing. Like it's just, when you hear this, oh my gosh. And when everybody else hears it later, it's just, it's so cool. I just solved a huge problem. All right. <clears throat> well, at least I, th- I like to think I did. It may not even work, but it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> so, um, all right, Chris. So, uh, we'll get back on here later. So, yep. Uh, yeah, we're going yeah, 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 to we'll be back now, later. Uh, yeah. Yep. We will be back later as we continue to do this. Um, thank you for joining us racers. Um, hope to see you out there redlining, dropping gears, disappear. I mean, just the whole nine, man, you know, it's just, uh, it's going to be fantastic, but, uh, thank you for joining us racers. Do appreciate it. Um, steadfast and loyal, ready and forward guys. Thank you. Later.